Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to Sean Mike Podcast. Back like I said I would be, I wanted to make sure I did a recap after uh, the men's basketball team for the University of Nebraska. I played the University of South Dakota. I wound up getting a 76-69 to win. And yeah, I wanted to share my takeaways from that game. Overall, I think it was a... First half definitely was a very interesting. You know, this was just one of those scrappy teams where uh, Nebraska had a tough time putting them away early. A lot of foul trouble early on for the Huskers. You know, key players, you know, having to go to the bench. You know, Teddy Allen early on in that first half had to, you know, sit out, you know, a good portion of it due to uh, foul trouble. Some other players had to do that as well. But overall, I think it was um, – so it was an interesting style, you know, watching how this team's adapting, you know, getting ready for uh, conference plays right around the corner. And actually, we'll go into that a little bit later. Got, got some big-time games coming up. But overall, I feel like this team was a – it was a good test, honestly. And the reason why I say that is whenever you get a team from like this from a smaller conference, you know, underdog team, you know, sometimes they can play you pretty hard and they can play, you know, a lot closer every game. I mean, I think that – they made it a little bit closer than what it really was at the end. I don't feel like this was truly a seven-point win. But, you know, really all throughout that game, especially the first half, it was definitely extremely competitive. You know, something I noticed when, you know, take with this being such a, you know, brand-new team, so many new players on it, but I noticed when taking a look at the roster for the Huskers, it's actually pretty interesting. So Delano Banton, the kid's kind of just like, like a do-it-all kid where he's been playing really well for them. I was actually looking it up. He's actually, you know, what's crazy about him is he's like, you know, six eight, six nine, but you know, he is, uh, he's pretty skinny. He's actually only like two, two hundred and four pounds. I'd say he's lucky if he's two hundred pounds. I mean, you know, you always get those little benefit of the doubt when, when looking at that type of thing. But I mean, for six nine and being, you know, around two hundred pounds, that's extremely skinny. But I mean, the kid seems like he's got a lot of potential though. I mean, he seems like he's able to drive he can definitely defend he seems like one of those guys where I'm curious to where you know if he does stay and develop you know and continues to progress I'm really curious to see what that kid's gonna look like in a year or two because he's got you know he's got a good frame you know we'll see if he fills out a little bit more if he's just always gonna be one of those guys that kind of stays at that weight but yeah I'm impressed with what I see out of him I think he could be a guy that could really make a difference with this team I think we're already starting to see that a little bit already uh, and then also a guy that I noticed that was doing a lot of the dirty work, which I think this is actually a really good sign seeing this player do the dirty work because I think that even though he's got a lot of style and finesse, I believe, I think it's, he's still going to need to be their big man. And that's and that's a lap man. And when when watching him, you know, actually I looked up his height. You know, he's actually a very similar build to Ben. He's six nine. He's two hundred pounds. So. But this game, he was able to get uh, – he was a little bit of a do-it-everything guy. He had six points, he had four assists, and he had 12 boards. So when I'm looking at that, I mean, if he can translate that even somewhat to Big Ten play, it's going to be important. Because in my opinion, looking at this team, looking at the style, I think they're definitely going to rely on the guard play. And we're definitely going to see, you know, how far that this is going to carry this team. I think, you know, big men are going to be able to play a role, especially – you know, that man, I think he's going to play a role, but his big thing is going to be being able to do the dirty work and get the rebounds. Also, I'm I'm really curious to see if he is still able to, you know, be an efficient shooter, still be able to get off his looks, be able to keep up his uh, three-point percentage. You know, he's looked really good early on. I think he was like two out of six this game from three. But, 
you know, having that assist factor, being able to make some plays and being able to get the boards, I'm really curious to see if he's going to be able to keep that up because I think what this team's going to struggle with so much is we've seen it even a couple of these games early on, uh, getting out-rebounded. I mean, they actually did happen to out-rebound uh, South Dakota today, but I think that throughout Big Ten conference play, it would not surprise me if more times than not this team is getting out-rebounded. I think with this team, a lot of it's going to be trying to keep the rebounding uh, battle close. I don't think they're ever really going to win it too often. I think it's going to be trying not to get you know outboarded by twenty, you know, or fifteen. Trying to maybe get outboarded by five, get about outboarded by ten. Because I think with this team's height, I can't really see them winning that battle a lot. But if they can just hang in there and stay relative uh, for rebounding, I think that's going to be a big thing overall when looking at this team. Uh, you know, one thing I will tell you though is Teddy Allen started off slow. You know, mainly because of foul trouble. But he definitely rebounded. I mean, South Dakota kind of had that style where they were taking a, you know, they were really just uh, sacrificing their bodies, taking a bunch of uh, charges. And, you know, Nebraska was falling into it. You know, they were driving you know, a little bit reckless early on. And, you know, South Dakota did draw a ton of charges early on in that game. But as we saw that game progress and go along, really what was happening is you could just see adjustments. You could see that, you know, a little more Euro steps, you know, being a little more under control, trying to kick it out. You know, just trying to adjust to a team that's constantly in the paint, trying to take charges versus playing into that and having a lot of reckless fouls. So, like I said, I think this team actually was a good test. Uh, we'll see We'll see what that means. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with this team, South Dakota, moving forward. I mean, they're definitely a quality non-conference opponent, but I'm wondering, you know, how their season looks. You know, is this a team that goes on and has some success, or is this simply a team where – you know, they might not have that great a year. They were just able to push the Huskers, and in turn, you might find out how good the Huskers really are. But that's some of my takeaways looking at it early on. I mean, some of the big things I wanted to point out, though, when looking at this and what's going to be important as we're moving forward is going to be the fact that, you know, these next games are going to be pretty intense for the Huskers. So, I mean, the next game, you know, falls out of that category a little bit. I mean, it's still more of a tune-up game. I mean, we're playing Florida A&M, which I don't know a ton about Florida A&M. I don't think they're in Nebraska. Yeah, not Nebraska. I don't think they're a basketball powerhouse. I mean, we'll see if that changes or if there's something I've, I've missed here lately. But they're not exactly known for being a powerhouse, so we'll see what happens that game. But then you look at these next games. This is when it really gets interesting. This is going to prove a lot about where this team's really at. So Huskers are 3-1. and one. Their one loss was two to Nevada. But after Florida A&M, We've got a we got a couple non conference games. We got Georgia Tech. We got the rivalry game with Creighton, and as we know with Creighton, you know they've really cranked it up to another level lately. So like they're always a quality team. I mean, no matter what the year is, you know, you know you could argue that really a lot of times throughout the state history and everything, Creighton's definitely been more of the you know contender year in year out uh, compared to Nebraska. Nebraska is really trying to get to the level that Creighton's been at. So that's going to be – that's always a proven game. You know, of course, Creighton's in Omaha, Nebraska, and Lincoln. You get a little bit of that rivalry right there. So that'll be an interesting game to watch. But then I was just – I was looking ahead, you know, seeing – you know, because after that it's when conference starts for Nebraska. The Big Ten is always brutal, but it's looking like it's it's not going to be a joke this year. I mean, you're looking at – they play Wisconsin. Currently, Wisconsin's ranked number four in the rankings. Uh, they're playing Michigan. Looks like Michigan's not currently ranked, but they always have a quality team. Now you're looking at, you know, Ohio State. Currently they're ranked uh, number 23 in the country. 
And then, you know, I'm looking at Michigan State. In Michigan State right now, it looks like they're ranked number eight, but I know that from watching on TV, now they're making a big deal about it, about how, um, you know, Tom Izzo was actually able to get his first regular season win against Coach K, and they were able to knock off the Duke Blue Devils. So that's just the first part of it. I mean, plus you've got Iowa, you've got some other, you know, high-quality teams in the Big Ten. It's going to just be one of those years where it's hard to believe, but, you know, they're kind of talking about it the same way, where if you can have a winning record or if you can be about even play in the Big Ten, you're going to have a really good shot at making the NCAA tournament. So my thing that I'm wondering with this team is I'm wondering, you know, right now Teddy Allen, especially that last game, he had to have a pretty big offensive workload. Wondering if that's going to be sustainable for him and if he is going to be able to keep that up down the stretch and if he is going to be able to uh, navigate that and be able to be at that same level. I think Latman's going to be a big, big time player. You know, he's. I think we're going to need him to step, step up big as a. We're just going to need him to play big. You know, he's six nine. You know, two hundred pounds. But you know, we're going to need him to play to his potential. We're going to need him to have some good games. Now, uh, and I think that he's going to be a big difference maker. You know, just seeing if he can hold up in the paint. You know, Big Ten always has quality big men. Always has some solid big men that can make plays. So I want to see how he is going to hold up. So. Overall, those are my takeaways from this game. I'm really excited to see what this team can do now heading into conference play. Uh, but as always, you know, I appreciate all the support you guys have been giving the Sean Mike podcast. I appreciate everyone that takes the time to listen, you know, even if it's just for a moment. You know, definitely thank you. You know, I'm appreciative. I'm trying to, as you can tell, I'm trying to be a little bit more frequently, be a little bit more. I don't think it's going to be as often as this week. You know, I did something on the YouTube channel, Sean Mike podcast, a more frequently, you know, this week. But you know, definitely am trying to put more content out there, but I do want to say to everyone, you know, you can find me on Spotify, you can find me on Apple, you know, most of where you can listen to podcasts. So I'm always happy to, you know, have you guys listen. You, you guys feel free to give me a feedback and subscribe if you like the channel. But, you know, thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to Sean Mike podcast and you guys have a great night. Thanks.